recording. Good evening. Today is September 19th, 2023, and we are studying the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. This week's chapter is Into Action, Step 10, and our speaker tonight is Holly G. Thank you. Thanks. Hi, everybody. Holly, compulsive overeater. Hi, everybody. Glad to be here. Thank you. And thank you for asking me. I'm going to share on step 10 um, for a bit. And uh, but first, I'll give you just a little bit of qualification. Um, there's uh, I've got uh, just short of 21 years of abstinence. That'll be end of the month is well, a couple days is going to be 21 years of abstinence. And um, I'm a hundred pounder, so I have been maintaining a healthy weight for about 17 of those years. Um, I, I walked around the earth at 280 pounds most of my adult life. And uh, until I came into program this time at age 46, and I started to abstain uh, September of 20, uh, 2002. And um, I, work the steps and I, I followed a sponsor's direction and I lost the weight. Um, that is not what I thought would happen. That was a bit of a surprise. I, I, I was in a point in my life that I really couldn't be. I, I was really done with how my life was. And, and the fact that I'd always been uh, 280 pounds in my adult life, I, I, didn't know any different. I didn't walk into Overeaters Anonymous to lose weight. I didn't think that was even possible. I walked in because I couldn't stand my life anymore and I couldn't stand what was going on up in my mind anymore. So um, I, I knew I had to be somewhere. So I walked in and sat down and got a sponsor pretty quick into the program and she started me working the steps. So that's, that's just a qualification. Um, how I work the steps has been, you know, over and over and over. I worked the steps and in the beginning. It was, it was what it was. And it was in the beginning, it was completely big book and some of the AA literature um, that was um, the history type. We went through the history type things of AA and uh, the big book. And then um, I got a couple of, then I changed sponsors a few times. I've done other OA literature as well, but uh, when I started to do, when, number one, when I started to actually understand the 10 step was when I started to do a 10 step at night. And that was directed um, by my sponsor that is my still my sponsor today. It was about 13 or 14 years, maybe 14 now, 14 years ago. Um, when, I st when she started sponsoring me, uh, we we didn't do the steps right away. We kind of jumped in. I was I was in a bit of a crisis at the time. Um, I had uh, a personal crisis crisis with my relationship, and I was moving, and a whole bunch of things were happening. The, and these type of things, these are the things that happen that um, I would be eating over. Okay, but I had at that time. Um, well, it'd probably be eight or nine years of abstinence already. And I was able, and I, like I say, I had to get a new sponsor that the sponsor I had wasn't working for me. So in, in getting this new sponsor, it was somebody I kind of knew, but I was, it took me a while to call. So, but when we started working, I, she asked me to do immediately knowing 
a little bit of my history to start doing this 10 step immediately. And then we, of course, we started working through the steps again, which was great. Um, and doing this step 10 since that time uh, has been great. I, I, I do it every single night minus a handful of nights in a, in a month, maybe, maybe two nights in a month. And that has to do with me being out late. If I'm out late for some reason, I'm a very early riser and early to bed. So if I'm out late for some kind of a class or event, I, I just email her a quick one, a quick 10 step, but I do use a form that we've created that started out with the form in the, with the questions in the big book. So, um, and then we've added, as I, as I've gone on, we've added different items that we found that was, that were important to me. So I'll go through those in a little bit. I just wanted to tell you kind of the background of that. I started doing a 10 step. I, you know, I heard a share on a Sunday night that was about, it was actually about the 11 step, but this woman that did the share did such a fantastic job and what she stressed was that um, in any time in our program, we can do the steps that have a one in them, which is one, 10, 11, and 12. So, and I find that to be absolutely true. I think a step 10, doing that um, on a regular basis, whether or not in the beginning, and some of my sponsees do it a beginning in the beginning, a very simple one, just checking in at the end of the day, how was my day? Was I abstinent? Did anything happen? I mean, it can be as simple as that. Um, and just getting into that, that, that habit of doing what is good for my program. I, I really am a person of repetition of what works. And I am a person that um, when something does work, I'm really afraid to stop doing it. You know, the inclination in the beginning before I was abstinent would be, oh, that works, and then just decide to stop doing things that do work. And I don't do that anymore. I'm really not happy or not wanting to do that, uh, change my food plan or change something that I know is working for my program. Because in the end, if you look at the 10-step promises in the section that that I that we're focusing on today, um, it's about what the gifts of ha of what happens when I'm repeating what works for the from the day before. So that's what the the ten step prop promises. Um, putting myself in a position of neutrality, safe and protected. I I really do feel that way, especially with my the food is out of the way and the the things I do during the day and at night to 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 ensure the next day is that I'm committing my food for the next day, the night before. So once that's done, it's done. I'm done, done. I don't have to worry about it again. Uh, rarely does anything change. If it does, I just text my sponsor um, and, and I move on and I get to live my life. Um, step 10 is a little ways into the steps, obviously it's 10. <laughs> And the, the progression of the steps is how I understand them is that I'm able to get to those nine step promises after I've, I've developed a conception of a God that's big enough to keep me abstinent and big enough to help me improve my life. 
I mean, I, I, my life, I didn't, I didn't even want to be in my life when I came in and the life I have today is it, it, it's, it's, I can't even imagine how I got to where I'm sitting here today talking to all of you. I can't imagine that how this all happened, but I have a life that's, that's, um, I'm self-supporting, I'm happy, um, I'm of service, which makes me happy. I do fun things and, and, and I do work and I do things I need to do to take care of myself. Um, there's a lot to that with me. Uh, you know, I do lists and I'm a list maker and I do this and that. I have to laugh about today, but I'm not gonna take time to tell you right now. Today has been hysterical. I'm, I'm off today. I, don't, I didn't work today, I worked a little bit. Um, but, um, you know, the things I'm still catching up on on, in my work life, I, I'm working half time now. So I'm still a year and a half later, I'm still catching up on things that didn't seem to get done when I was working six days a week, you know, and, and working my programs. So anyway, um, the, what, when I was reading through this again, again, the 10 step promises are here, but I think that one, for me, one of the most important sentences is in here is what we really have it's on uh, page 85. What we really have, really have, is a daily reprieve contingent on the maintenance of our spiritual condition. That is what I'm looking for. I'm looking for a spiritual experience every single day. And what that does is it, it allows me to live my life. It allows me to be abstinent. It allows me to be happy. And I give, and we have all these tools that help us with that. And that a lot of these tools are in my uh, 10 step as well. So in adding to my 10 step, you know, on the next page, it's um, page 86. When we, re when we retire at night, that's how my 10 step is set up. It's, it's asking those questions first. Um, all of the questions actually are, are on my 10 step and I answer them each day. Um, but what we've done is we've added a lot of other things as well. Uh, and one of the questions I have in there is um, that my sponsor asked me to put in. She said, and it is, uh, was I humble today? Was I humble and teachable today? That is probably one of the hardest questions I answer in all of that 10 step that I answer every night. Um, because that one I really have to think about. That talks about being- 10 minutes. S10, great. Thank you, Anne. Um, practicing humility, being teachable, um, because the opposite of that is when my ego comes up and I get in, <clears throat> excuse me, I get, <clears throat> I get into judgment and then that creates resentment. I've had a lot of resentment around work in the past five years, work and my, my new boss in the past five years. I've had to work through, I've had to work through, um, these resentments, but the, it, it was really clouding. It was one of those situations that really clouded and sat on my shoulders for a long time. And I kept working on it and I kept working on it. And one of the gifts of the 10 step is, um, I don't know at what point my sponsor reads it. Sometimes if it, I send Wednesday, we talk on Thursday. So sometimes on Thursday morning, we will talk about something that I've put in my 10 step. But what happens for me is it's back to that repetition. If I'm, if I find myself day after day, bringing up 
the same issues in, in whether it's, a, you know, in, in whatever form, paying, uh, bringing up the same issues on that 10 step, I'll feel it after four or five times. I'll feel that, oh, this is something I really need to pull back out of that 10 step and work on it. Like, in, like work on it in the morning, talk to my sponsor about it or talk to somebody, one of my group of contacts that I have that actually, you know, I know who to call for what, you know what I mean? I don't always call my sponsor. I have, I know who to call for different situations because they've gone through it. So um, I'll, I'll make a couple of calls and really talk something out, but it's because I've written that 10 step. So the way I used to live was completely covers over the head. I was covers over the head, seriously, 280 pounds. I didn't feel, I didn't really talk to too many people, if you can believe that. Um, I'm nothing like I am today. And I, everything was pushed under the rug. I didn't want to deal with it. All I wanted to do was get up, watch TV, eat, work, go home, watch TV, and go to bed. That's what my life was. Seriously, um, when I came back in the program. So the opposite of that is what I do today. So this repetition is going to come up on that 10 step time and time again. I've also added a gratitude list. Um, always on that for the first part of the gratitude list just sits there. God, abstinence, my sponsor and my sponsees. That's that's right there all the time that stays the rest of it i i put in every night what i'm things i'm grateful for very it can be simple things it could be complicated things a lot of times it's i had fresh water today that's one of the simple things and i'm so grateful for that my power didn't go out over the summer which scares the crap out of me okay a lot of those hot days i put my power stayed on all the way down, you know, whatever you, whatever came up during the day, I write it there. And then what did I do well today? That's really important as well. If I written down things that um, I need to talk to people about, uh, resentments, anger, there's always some fear because I'm a fearful person, um, yet I have tools today. So it doesn't a lot of times linger to the end of the day. So fear can come up or not, or angry can come up or not. It, but that humility, that humility question will bring me back to looking back over the day. And was I a decent person to other people today? You know, and this work situation brought out a lot of, um, a lot of fight, a lot of ego, a lot of, um, I know better and you guys are mean. <laughs> <laughs> everything it brought up all this stuff um and then so what as i've worked through it now it and i'm on the other side of 98 percent of it because of the work i do every day but i am on the other side of it i i feel better about myself i know this cutting down to three days a week has helped me immensely i was really overworking so i was exhausted um, that has helped. A lot of things have helped. And also my mind every day after writing that 10 step, my mind has the opportunity to open again and see what's out there. Now in the morning, the other thing I do that's a, a method of um, repetition is that I get up and I read a couple of meditation books 
and I write a letter to God in the morning for with whatever I need to say, whatever I wake up with. But it's asking for it's asking God to show me, direct me, um, help me be of service today. That's the simple part. That's all that always comes out. And then I just write if I've got other things to write about. And then I also do write about whatever uh, literature I'm working on with my sponsor right now. I'm working on the um, the OA Body Image Sexuality and Relationship book. And uh, I'm probably two thirds done with that because, th- you know, those issues have come up as well. Body image issues have come up as well all the way through my it, it, they haven't been strong, it, it, but it was it, it was pretty noteworthy a couple of times. So we, I said, I want to work through this book. I also go to a meeting that uh, focuses on that book. So it's great. It, it was a good exercise to do. And I think when I get done with that, we'll go through the steps again. It's it's about time to go through the steps again with her. So I will do that. Um, so the daily reprieve contingent on the maintenance of our spiritual condition. I, I want to connect with my higher power who I call God in the morning and then several times during the day. Um, I try to stop if it's a work day or a home day, I try to stop during the day also and reconnect. And then I, I'm reconnecting as I'm doing this 10 step at night. Um, Another sentence I have underlined here is if we have carefully followed directions, we have begun to sense the flow of his spirit into us. Um, oh, and and for some extent, we have become God conscious. That My understanding of that is that I'm operating at a, at a, a level that was much above that person that was eating just to get through life. Okay, I'm operating at a different level. When uh, anything comes to me, any kind of a problem, you know, I'm in, in the I'm in um, the field of property management. So a lot of my a lot of what's the interaction during the day is really just a customer service. It's really customer service part of it. I love the bookkeep the bookkeeping part of it because it's quiet and I'm really good at it. But it's that talking to people. And from the beginning, when I first moved out to Southern California, um, talking to people would, I would have to actually stop in between buildings that I was going to. I would have to stop and get something to eat before I could go and talk to, and, and go to my next stop and talk to that next person. That's how fearful I was of people. And I would just, I, I would constantly, I was eating constantly to be able to do the next thing. And I don't have to do that anymore. Today, I I do, del- like, if it's something I'm afraid to do, it's something I don't know, or I'm afraid to do, it's first time doing something, I will stand back a minute. And then after a little bit of a prayer, I'll be able to forge ahead and go ahead and do it. Yes. Thank you. I'm, I want to delay. I want to delay those things because then they they won't bother me, you know. But I, I now I have a, the God that I have during the day is to say, okay, let me focus. Let me do that thing. Let me just make that phone call. Let me send that email. Let me start that pro. just start the project. And I'm, I'm, I'm so boots on the ground with how I work my program. It's just a, I'm a average compulsive overeater in recovery, nothing different about me. Um, other than I'm very, uh, consistent in my, in how I work my program. 
So um, in this last two minutes, um, God, I think I covered most of this that I, and, and sharing with you what I do, um, covered the 10 step at night, letter to God in the morning, readings in the morning, literature, and uh, abstinence. So I covered all those things. I'm so grateful that I'm able to do that. I, I again, I'm not going to, I try not to stop doing something that works. Um, but that has given me a life that I can't tell you how wonderful it is. I'm really happy. I have, I have a lot of friends. I have a lot of love in my life. Um, and I have the ability to, to also be quiet and stay home. That was a problem before too. stay home, enjoy my home, um, take really good care of myself um, and commit when I need to commit something I commit and bookend things too. So um, I think that's it for me today. And thanks for letting me share. Thank you so much, Holly. We will now open the meeting for questions or three minute shares. As this is a big book study, sharing and questions should be, relate specifically to the chapter and step being studied this week. We ask you to accept the guide, this guideline in order to keep the meeting on track. Okay. If you'd like to share or ask a question, please raise your virtual hand, which is under reactions or star nine if you're on the phone and the Zoom host will call We'll call the raised hands in order and ask you to unmute when it's your turn. Would the timekeeper time please set a timer for three minutes for each share and announce when time is up. If the speaker is asked a question, please allow three minutes for the answer. Okay. So the first person that I see is Chanel T followed by Ann L. Hi, thank you. I'm Chanel and I'm grateful compulsive eater living in recovery today by the grace of God. Holly, this is the first time I've heard you. I don't know why it's the first time I've heard you, but I'm so glad I got to hear you tonight. And when I hear someone say they have decades of abstinence, that's extremely encouraging to me. I just hit eight months, never had anywhere. I never had a day before. So I am very grateful to you for speaking and sharing your experience, strength, and hope slightly off the topic of step 10, just for a moment, I'm wondering, as I go in along in this program, I notice the hardest thing for me to do is balance the rest of my life with it. Like I can hide out in program. I can do so much sponsoring and service and meetings and calls that I don't get much else done. And I'm just wondering if you over the years have found a way to better balance it. I know you talked about backing off your work schedule a bit, but other things that you might suggest to someone who's where I am, a little less than a year. Thank you so much. Thanks. Um, badly, I, I kind of balance it kind of badly, but no, I, I, I my program is, is my primary concern, honestly. But yet I can, we have lots of meetings to pick from. So my meetings, are, although they're generally the same ones and I go to two in-person meetings and two Zoom meetings a week as, as a regular, um, that, you know, and I work and I, I what I did was I, um, here's, here's what happened. My sponsor asked me a couple of times, 
um, if when I was, I, I only speak once or, well, of course on Zoom, I'll speak twice a month, but I had to put a limit on once a month when we were all in person um, of speaking, okay? Because I was driving all over the place. It was crazy. Um, I also, she'll ask me every once in a while, how many sponsees I have, if I'm spinning a little bit. Right now I have uh, more than usual because I'm, I have two mornings a week I don't go into work. I have Tuesday and Friday that I can actually take more calls because I take my calls before work, sponsee calls before work. So in that case, I was able to take a few extra sponsees. Um, but the balance, and I have a couple of side hustles too, which I won't talk about, but they're so fun. Oh my God. Um, and I'm able to do that. And I just, I have to make sure that I get enough sleep and take care of myself. But God directs, you know, long as I don't overdo. And my sponsor seems to be able to call me out on that. God directs. So that's how the balance happens. Thanks. Thank you, Holly. Thank you, Chanel. Um, next, we have NL and then Meredith B. Okay, I just set my timer. Um, my name is Ann. I am a compulsive reader. Thank you, Holly. Um, I loved um, your share. I've never heard you. And um, what really caught me was the repetition of what you do every day. Because I know the things that I do in the morning, I try to do every single day, the readings that I do, and um, and the prayer and meditation. And, and um, every once in a while, that um, it happens that I, I have to do something else early. And then that kind of throws my schedule off a little bit. But then when I come home, I pick up where I left off and go back and finish whatever I didn't do. If it's my readings that I didn't get to finish in the morning, I do those. And, and it just depends on how the day goes. But um, for me, I find that um, when I do it that way, um, I stay in a good place mentally um, and, and um, able to, to carry on with the rest of my day and feel like I'm I'm in a right place and I'm good and that I, I won't <laughs> um, say anything that I'm going to regret later. Um, because for me, it's um, my mornings and my afternoons are the best time. It's when I get into my evening and I'm faced with that possible hungry, angry, lonely or tired thing. And that's when I kind of get a little um, wacko. And so that's when I have to really practice self-care activities and um, take care of myself. And the more that I do that, the better I am later in the day. So, and that's all I have. Thank you very much. Thank you, Anne. Next, we have Meredith B. Hey, everybody. Meredith B., um, Recovered Compulsive Overeater in Nashville, Tennessee. Thanks so much, Holly. Um, I heard you speak, I think it was Cherry Hill a while back. And I remembered you saying um, that you just, you never fathomed that you could weigh less than 250 pounds. Like um, you got into program, but weight wasn't even a consideration necessarily. Um, it, did I hear that right? 
could you, um, so I guess my question is, if you didn't think, well, I guess I'm kind of answering my own question as I think of it. I think for most people, they, they want to lose weight and that's how they end up here. But actually that's not even how I got here. Um, but inevitably when I hear people share after they're recovered, um, they'll say, oh yeah. And I lost a hundred pounds. <laughs> like I, I got this amazing life. And then the weight just kind of, kind of becomes a secondary thing. So see how I just answered my own question. Um, anyway, a lot of things you said were so helpful and that I could really identify um, judgment. Uh, you know, if I'm, if I'm not coming from humility that then I'm judging everything in sight and that's uh, building resentments. Um, also, I wondered if I heard this correctly. You said that maybe before you had a tendency, like if you found something that worked, then you would stop doing it. Did, was that, I mean, I know now you're like, I'm sticking with what works and staying consistent with it. But I find myself doing that. I'll go, oh, like I already know that. I'm not going to read on awakening every day because I, you know, I know what it says. But I've found that even when I do read it, over and over. I hear it different. I see something different, but, um, I have a hard time sticking with things, even if I know they work. Um, does that make, like, did you, did you say that you used to do that? Ditch stuff that was actually working. Okay. Um, And I, I'm just going to say this because it's, uh, mm. all right, I'll save it. All right. Thanks. Thank you, Meredith. Um, actually, I'd like to take a, take a turn. Thank you so much, Holly, for um, speaking tonight. Uh, just got so much out of it. Um, yeah. Uh, the 10 step is uh, pivotal for me. Um, and, you know, I never thought about doing it at night. Um, usually at night, like my dishes become like Mount Vesuvius, you know, because they're like so big and I'll cry over them. And in the morning, that's just like, oh, they're dishes, you know, but I also know that sometimes I'm spinning and, you know, I, as I understand it, uh, the way I was taught was, you know, doing the 10 step was like spot check. Um, and the 11 step was what I was supposed to do at night. But I think also, uh, one of the things that you had said was, you know, when things come up over and over again to work deeper on them. And, um, you know, sometimes I do, you know, it does seem that I need to do a, a 10 step at night, um, simply because bring it, to, you know, when I'm bringing something too far into my sleep, so to speak, you know, I'm not as spiritual rest, I guess, so to speak. Um, so the other thing that you, uh, yeah, and it's just amazing to see, uh, somebody with so much recovery, um, very clear in, in how you lay out your program. Um, and I think that was, uh, 
you know, very important for me to hear. It was also important to hear like what's working, what's not working, because sometimes I have a tendency of, of, you know, thinking that if I just try hard enough, you know, and things will change, you know, and I know that's like antithesis to relying on my higher power, but uh, I do, you know, I, and it's a good character defect because I can be very tenacious on things, but on the, but on the other hand, it can be like, I'm beating a dead horse, you know? So it's just something that I need to work on a little bit more, but um, yeah, I just love how you laid out your program um, and the 10th step and I appreciate it. Thank you. Um, and now we have Cindy F. Hey everyone, my name's Cindy. Hey, recovered compulsive overeater in North Carolina. Um, Holly, thank you so much for your share. Amazing story. I, I really could relate to it when you were talking about thinking you you would weigh 280 pounds your whole life. And when I came into program um, in May of 2021, I, I can't say that I didn't care that I was overweight, but that's not why I came. I, I came because I felt so awful, just like it was a last it was the last house on the street, right. To walk through the door. Um, and, um, and I've seen my connection in my relationship with God get stronger over time with more recovery and, um, the school of hard knocks, right. <laughs> For me. And I, I'm curious, um, if you, I mean, it's just astounding to me that you have that many years of um, recovery. It's just like, it gives me a lot of hope. But I, even though I'm recovered and I do the same, pretty much the same things day after day after day, I still have moments of insanity where I feel um the previous year mentioned the word spinning and, and that happens to me where I feel emotionally unstable, I guess is a good way to put it. Um, a good word. Um, it, it's gotten like a hundred times better, but it still happens when I, I think I, I get into my own will. So I'm, I'm curious, like, I want to know, do you, does that happen to you? And do you always know when you're in it that it's happening and what do you do about it? So that's my question. So thank you. Okay. Um, yeah, I have a quick, I'll just make it a quick story. Um, yes, things happen all the time. I have uh, my emotional sobriety is strong at sometimes and other times it gets really shaky um, and that's when I have to do the extra work around it. But what happened, and it was around when I broke up my relationship, as I told you, and it was also, I had a really hard time around working my new boss for a while. But here's a very quick story on how it feels when that kind of hits the wall. 
is that I was worried about, I had made a new friend during COVID and local, and we started hanging out and um, really getting along great. And then this person just pulled away. And this happens probably about two months ago, started pulling away. I was, and because of my, the way I grew up, I, one of my biggest fears is fear of abandonment. That, that, that explodes in me. That was in doing the, the six and seven, that's top of the list. That's what I react to a lot. So when this person started pulling away, I could, I felt it. I felt it come up and I started to talk about, I talked to my sponsor. I talked to other people about it. I was mad. I was, um, a couple of things happened that really made me sad. Um, personalities and junk happened and triangular conversations happened and gossip happened all around. And I felt every inch of that because that's what that's that's my one of my biggest character traits defects it, you know that's a defect i have a very strong reaction so i had to work and work and work and work around that and pray and turn it over to god every single morning and i finally just the other day it was time to talk to this person it was time to make that call hey can we talk about our friendship and I'm feeling, you know, kind of separated and just have that conversation that it was time. So that, that is completely all program. That's how it works. Work on it. I felt it. Okay. This is important. I'm not eating. So I felt a problem. I put it out there. I put it in the 10 step. I work on it, work on it, work on it. God tells me, okay, now it's time to take this action. I did it right away. Person was available right away. And not that it's solved, but it's out there. And I get to be have another abstinent day. That's how it works for me. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you, Holly. Um, at this time, we will now stop the recording.